Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We're really excited today to be here uh, to talk about on friendship and uh, and just to podcast together. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the crazy things going on. And uh, I am film critic Rachel Wagner and uh, Elisa Lucas is here. Hello. Yes. <laughs> uh, so before we got into our uh, movie that we're going to be talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd actually had something. We're recording this on uh, on Wednesday. I mean Thursday, the twelfth, and I'm mm-hmm. going to post this tomorrow on the thirteenth. And I wanted to just talk to our listeners a little bit about all this craziness that is happening and mm-hmm. and uh, with this virus and and, uh, and you know we're all friends, so it's, it's probably uh, appropriate that we're talking about this in an on friendship episode and absolutely i you know this is it has been overwhelming especially today Mm -hmm. uh just i mean just one thing after another thing we just got the notice uh i just found out that all activities of my church are all uh all canceled all canceled Mm -hmm. uh and uh across the globe uh and i mean just oh my gosh they're closing down disneyland like it's just well and and for folks like me you know who has already had changed her profile pic on facebook uh to her favorite basketball player from michigan state and now march madness you know they're they're big 10 the mac all those like the conferences those tournaments have been canceled and march madness and the nba and and all that and you know one of the things that it's it's just a lot of information to process because on tuesday i was going to be going to the mac tournament and Mm -hmm. decided to stay home because i was tired and then how much changed in the time that it took the people i was going to go with to get to to yeah. Cleveland from Mount Pleasant, Michigan, how much had changed. And I just feel like I couldn't do anything on Wednesday. I felt like there was just so much information coming in and there's a lot to process. And one of the things mm-hmm. that I've been thinking about is that a lot of the things that we spend our time outside of work and family doing is, is canceled. And for good reason. We don't want to spread the virus. We don't want it to be what's going on in Italy where was it like 200 people passed in one day um, and so I think flattening that curve of spread is a good thing but I think mm-hmm. that it for each of us we are coping and managing in our own ways and I think that when we start to see the things that we enjoy like church or sports or movies or mm-hmm. um, any of the Disney um, it doesn't yeah. seem like there's much else and and that's when I would say this is the time in which to focus on connection because we all need it. Even though we're going to be isolated, I, I'm just so glad that we live in a time which that I can see you right now while we're recording this, right? I know. Right? Like, right. And that, you know, that this is a time that we can connect with others in a myriad of ways, right? Yeah. Um, this might be the time if you hate phones to pick up the phone because you're not having the typical human interaction. You know, it might be a FaceTime, it might be a chat date on Google Hangout, it might be, hey, let's do a book club together, just you and I, we read a book and talk about it, you know, and and that's the thing, I just think even with everything going on, what's gonna help us through this time is is still being connected even though we might be apart. Like, I live alone, and I luckily have three pets, so it's like having living things with me, but 
when I start to feel like isolated or lonely, that's when I need to be sure to reach out to people. And we should reach out to others too and, and being sure that all our people are okay. Yeah. And I mean, for me, it, it really hasn't changed my life all that much yeah. as far as like the nuts and bolts of my life because I work from home. I, yeah. <laughs> I uh, you know, I, I have this hermit life, I, I say. And I mean, and luckily we we won't be changing the Hallmarkies podcast very much because we are a homegrown organization. We do yeah, everything buddy. from home. And yeah. so we, that's, if there's any comfort that you can find in that, uh, then uh, please do. Uh, because you know, we do it all. We don't have a studio. So we, yeah. uh, you know, it, we, we have some really fun stuff, hopefully that we can provide, uh, some, uh, some joy, you know, with all the stress for you. Uh, but, uh, but so the nuts and bolts, but, but obviously like it's very uh, upsetting and overwhelming to have, to have the the whole framework of our society is just uh, under hold. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's, it's shocking. It's upsetting. It's scary. Uh, and, and I think you're absolutely right. Like you, you have to kind of just lean on those human connections that you have. And, yeah. and even amongst our, uh, our co-hosts, we have people that are, are affected by the, by the virus itself. And so we're praying, we're worried, we're, you know, we're banding together. Uh, and, uh, and I think there's strength in that there's strength in those prayers. There's strength in, in, uh, in, in those, in that community spirit that we know we can have, uh, if, you know, when something like this happens. Yeah. And I think one of the things that you mentioned is like Hallmarkies isn't going away because as of right now, we are both in our homes recording (laughs) this episode. And so one of the things that besides maybe creating some new and fun ways in which to connect with people. So there's something to look forward to, or that we can be sure everyone is okay and that we're thinking of them and and all those sorts of things, but also to know that there is something constant and consistent and reliable in one's life a podcast can do that, right? Yeah. A, a Netflix binge might do that. And, right. and that's where we need to find some of that peace and, and, and love and, and connection is any way we can. If reading books, listening to podcasts, watching TV, if those things help you connect with yeah. just human life, then do it. But absolutely think of some other ways in which you can band together using technology. <laughs> that's right. And and just check in with with people that are uh, you know that are in your life. It, mm-hmm. Just check in with them. Make sure they're because even if they might seem strong, they may be pretty unglued by the whole situation. And, Absolutely. Uh, so because it it's I just upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday I couldn't do anything. There's just so much information coming yeah. in, and just like so, I'm a college professor, and although I don't have the same lifestyle or work style that you have, Rachel, I do a lot of work from home, right? Right. You know, I do a lot of things here and then I teach and have office hours and meetings on campus, but there is still something about completely changing in a face-to-face class to an online class and then not being able to interact with my students face-to-face. And so I was like, I read half a book and that that helped take my mind off things yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah this is this is it's it might be like this for several weeks um so so you got to find a way to stay connected yeah buckle up it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be 
It'll be but, crazy. And here's the thing, but, though. How many movies of Hallmark do you have at your fingertips? And yeah. how many episodes of Hallmarkies do you have at your fingertips? That's right. Maybe Just you this could be like a Hallmark challenge. <laughs> like, okay, during this uh, isolation, I'm going to watch 10 Hallmark movies I've never seen before. Yeah, there you go. And yeah. then see if you can find the corresponding episodes As, from the Hallmarkies. <laughs> I mean, we do have, we've just crossed, this week, we crossed the 400 episode mark. Wow, so, that's awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> so Woo! you can find a, a episode that uh, on every single movie or television episode that has been on Hallmark Channel since 2017. Wow. So since fall. See, this might be the chance. <laughs> Here's the other thing. If you think about it positively or, or trying yeah. to find the silver lining, like as long as you're doing your best for yourself and your people and looking out for people. But it also might be like, when I'm at home, what can I do for myself that's going to make me feel yeah. better? Or is there something new to learn? Or is it like, you know, I've always wanted to watch this Hallmark TV show and I haven't had a chance. Yeah. Here's my chance to do it. And, and one if of the, that makes yeah. you feel good, then do it. <laughs> that's right. And, and one of the things I've always tried to do here at the, at the podcast is to create a community. Mm-hmm, and absolutely. Just with our co-hosts, because we really are close and, uh, and also with our, there's so many different guests that we've had with you, of course, with, with, uh, people like Greg McBride or, yes. or, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we just had the Sanders and sisters on, they're so great. We had, uh, the hugs of Hallmark girls. So great people that we've had That's on so a bunch fun. of times that really do feel like family, Dory and Mel and all the feels, all these people. And, uh, and so please keep us. Uh, informed of kind of how you're doing, uh, what, yeah, what you're watching, how you're coping, all that stuff. We want to hear from you. We really feel closeness to you, whether it's our friends on Twitter, you know, Ann Riddle is so great. <laughs> we have so many wonderful commenters. Nadia is so great. Uh, there's so many. And so we want to hear from you. We want to support you in any mm-hmm. way we can. Uh, and, uh, and so, you know, we're just, we're just really excited for whatever we can do to help help you and help ourselves to to get through this stressful crazy it's unprecedented experience. so it's like it takes all of us like we have to be good neighbors good friends and just pull together because this is something that no one really has experienced before mm-hmm. at least in this yeah. In this time, right? Nothing you know? even, cl- yeah, nothing. Yeah. I, I mean, Disneyland has not closed since 9-11. So uh, the ter- men's basketball tournament has never been canceled. They yeah. even played in World War II. So yeah, yeah, this is unprecedented times, but that doesn't mean we can't band together and make it through. Yeah, so let's, that's right. let's, do, let's it. do it. All right. Well, all that said, let's just have a little bit of fun, release a little bit of stress. <sighs> deep breath um and we're gonna talk about the movie the wish list oh <laughs> goodness gracious yes <laughs> so, this is from this is old timey hallmark you're going 2010, all right 2010 yes wow. yes so this is this is the stone age we're going <laughs> way back uh to 2010 and this movie it stars Search Jennifer Esposito, David yes. Cliff, and Richard Portnow. And uh, the 
the little uh, summary is after several nasty dating surprises, instantaneous <laughs> HR executive, executive Sarah compiles a complete list of the potential partner requirements. After handsome pediatrician and perfect gentleman Eric meets all criteria and charms her family, wedding plans are soon in the making, yet one impish voice nags at her, that of <laughs> LA barista Fred, who swears by surprising his customers and usually <laughs> succeeds. Fred's reproach uh, of her drawing show, shows talent, but no ambition inspires her to try a fresh style and she enters him for a national competition. Uh, while Eric smoothly keeps doing everything too right. So that's <laughs> summary. Um, so what were your overall thoughts about this movie? Overall. Um, <laughs> your okay. The first few minutes I was like, where is the barista from? Where's the barista from? I was like, he's so familiar. Has he been in other Hallmark movies? And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's the dad from Gilmore Girls. Christopher. <laughs> so I was like, okay, and I like Jennifer Esposito, so I was like, okay, let's go. But the relationship person in me that teaches those classes was like, you did what with the list now? <laughs> Not only did she make it on a dry erase board, she typed it up and put it in her purse where she takes it out in public. And yeah. I was like, I, I like the idea of the movie because I think there's a lesson learned and that is we need to be careful with the lists that we make. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, I feel like I, I like, I overall, if you don't I enjoyed it, overall, but, I think this is a, a fun enough movie. Um, yeah. but, uh, and I, I remembered it maybe a little more fondly than it deserved. Um, yeah. but I, <laughs> but yeah, watching it in, within these eyes, that's what's always interesting about doing this show is i was like "Ooh, this movie is problematic <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah there's lots of things <laughs> but if you're just looking for kind of a disposable rom-com it's perfectly serviceable <laughs> <laughs> but i had some uh yeah it's going to be very i think interesting to talk about uh because there's yeah. a lot of ideas i think in here that on the surface sound really great but if you yeah. really think about them in a relationship it's a problem it's yeah it's so <laughs> Um, I mean, did you ever have that thing when, when you were growing up where you were just like, make a list of the things that you want yeah. in a, in a, in a potential spouse? Did you ever do anything like that? Yeah. It was probably something like, uh, Joey McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> right. River Phoenix. Yeah. Probably was like all the qualities, Christian Slater, you know, all the questions <laughs> I had growing up. But I yeah. have to say that I do an activity in a class where I ask my students, what are the, the qualities that you look for in a partner? And then we try to, as a class, finalize the top 10, right? And so it's the class is sort of like people discussing and arguing, like, mm -hmm. why would you want that in a partner? How could you have a partner that wasn't respectful? And it's really sort of getting at what's important in relationships. And then we look at what's problematic about what we want in the relationship so what's on the list mm -hmm. so you know if you want someone who's committed what might be the problem with is like over commitment you know yeah. something like that so i would say though from probably when i was younger until the last time i taught that class in fall the one quality that i look for and that i would like to have but i think it shouldn't be a must as she did in the movie mm -hmm. it should be a preference and that is sense of humor because i think when stuff like 
the coronavirus happens <laughs> or the toilet gets backed up and you have to clean stuff or yeah. he has explosive diarrhea. You need someone that you can laugh with because if you're not laughing, you're crying. Right. <laughs> I kind of feel like laughing through things makes it easier to, to cope with things. Well, so the nice that's thing about, yeah. <laughs> the nice thing about sense of humor though, is that it's like, so subjective so like yeah, absolutely you know what you might think that the the guy i end up with is a is a stiff and really boring <laughs> but like he makes like, me i'm cracking up you know, I'm, I'm cracking up uh yeah. so that's the nice thing about uh, about that so that's like a very as opposed to something like he has to have a particular job or something like that that's so a sense of humor a is body type or yeah a sense of humor is way more malleable <laughs> yes exactly and you're right like it's much more subjective and all those qualities are even when someone says they have to be attractive and that's one that we kind of argue about in the class together but one of the things we talk about is not so much they have to be objectively or what society says attractive but we have to be attracted to our partner yeah. but it's like but what might be the problem if that is an absolute must is that they must be good looking well then there's going to be some downside to that because here's the thing we all age we all, <laughs> yeah. you know and, uh, like there's lots of things that that can make it difficult to maintain and i think that's the problem with the list it's impossible for any one person to hit all the marks and then mm -hmm. the expectations for them to constantly and consistently do it what you're yeah. doing is sort of preparing yourself for failure in a yeah. way right well i mean they definitely me growing up it's particularly at church they would yeah. have us occasionally make these lists and the idea is, yeah. is like things like uh, in our church you know that you want to marry a return missionary or you want to yeah. and, and and i think the point of that kind of exercise is to say I is to say you want somebody who will support you in your faith, who will support Absolutely. you in your beliefs. And, and so I understand. And I also I'm reminded of an experience a couple of years ago where I was, I'd been on a few dates with a guy and mm -hmm. I, uh, I was like, I don't know this, this guy is too much of a mama's boy for my, for my, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm cracking up over here. And, uh, and I'm also not like a small town person. Like I want to yeah. live in a suburb or a city. Like yeah. I need to be close to things. I need to, and like, I, I mean, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking this, I don't think, I don't know if this, this would ever yeah. work because he is just so tied to this tiny small town in Wyoming and he has, yeah. uh, is, is like too tied to his mother and that's just not me. And, and my friend and he's listening right now, yeah. hope you're doing well, buddy. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my friend who also knew him said, oh, I threw out my list of must-haves long ago. Yeah. It's as if I was saying, well, you know, cause I don't want to marry mama's boy and I don't want to marry, not that we were even, even close to that, but nevertheless, yeah. the discussion, uh, yeah. and I, I don't want to live in a small town. So yeah. like, I think that you have to still kind of know what you want out of a human, like mm -hmm. what, what, what makes you happy as a person. And I'm almost 40. I've learned over the course of my life what things make for happy Rachel and what things don't. <laughs> and, and so I, I'm not, to me, it's like, it's yes, of course, as a couple, you, you become a new unit that has to give and take and, and Zach, but you still are you and you have to know what you want out of life. Like there has to be sort of both things happening. Like you have to sort of have your autonomy and know what you 
mm-hmm. want and you have to also have your couple autonomy and make it all work and that's what's hard about a relationship that's what's hard about marriage but i have a i don't know so that in that sense i think the list is actually important like it yeah. doesn't do any good to just pretend like well i'll just whoever's there i'm gonna yeah. marry them because they asked me and i'm 40 you know like yeah. okay well, I- let's do it it makes me think about a couple of things. Now, if there's anyone who's watched this past season of The Bachelor, which ended on Tuesday, mm-hmm. one of the final two girls is very much faith-based, and they saw a lot of differences, and she ended up leaving the show. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, <laughs> spoiler alert. And then they kind of are talking again now, and he ended his engagement to the other girl. And so something like that, I think faith is extremely important um, for people. And I think there are some things that we might call deal breakers. And a deal breaker might be for someone who is deep into their faith, someone who does not have the same level of faith. I think that's going to be very difficult. But I do think that, so it is important to be like, this is what I want, or this is what these are sort of the boundaries or expectations I want in the relationship. This is the kind of person I want to be with, but I don't know if going into like a date and it's like doing an interview and yeah. you're like, check, check, <laughs> check. And it's like, no, that's, that's too hard. No one, it's impossible yeah. to be met. And so I think there are some deal breakers. Like, I mean, some people might say, Elisa, I don't think that you're going to probably want to marry someone who, A, doesn't like cats. I mean, I got two sweet baby furry angels that obviously <laughs> come first. Uh, and two, someone who doesn't like television. But the thing about it is the cats would probably be more important to me. And then second with the TV, as long as they're like, hey, watch whatever TV you want, it's probably not a deal breaker. And I think right. what it comes down to is as you get to know someone you start to understand what things might be passable or like, I don't care about that or that doesn't make a difference to me. If they're really into baseball, okay, fine. Like I'm not, but I'll go to games with you because I like it, but I'm not going to watch it with you on television. Do that with your friends or do that (laughs) with the dog. And and also like if, if you're aware of kind of who you are as a person and you decide that I'm going to make that sacrifice for that relationship, I'm going to move to a small town because of this relationship, then you know, that's what you're doing. And you can kind of be aware of that. And not that you hold it over their heads because that's not effective, but like, yeah, it doesn't do any good to just pretend like, well, I'm in love. So it's going to be fine. (laughs) Well, I think there's some real major deal breakers. I think religion, whether or not people want to have children. Yeah. I think style of life, like if you want to be city-based and someone else is like, I want to be on a farm, that's probably not going to work. But if you found someone where you're like, can we live in the city in the summer and the farm rest year? You know, yeah. so they're, they're, I think the idea is the list is fine, but again, I don't think it needs to be printed off and in your yeah. purse where it can fall out of your purse and other people can find it. <laughs> that's a problem. Number two, I think it's a problem that she doesn't assume the men might have a list like all right. of her qualities that's, are that's top notch point. like calm down sarah <laughs> that's a good like, point <laughs> sarah was like sarah you're rigid and anal and 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 there's there are qualities there that other people might not like and so we have to realize that we are imperfect the people that we love are imperfect and we have to f- be flexible but that doesn't mean allowing ourselves to be walked over to experience negative like toxic things it's just I think what you mentioned is really important is that that's knowing yourself 
And if you're not sure, I think starting with a list would be great. What kind of things do I like? What, what did I enjoy yeah. about past relationships? What, what don't I like about in the past relationships, which yeah. made them in the past? What? Yeah. What that's kind I of the, uh, yeah. for movies, but yeah. what do I know is not realistic for movies, you know? Right. And, and like reflecting is fine. Again, let's not print it out. <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> that's the, my one the, rule uh, for yeah. today. <laughs> Don't that's, print out. That's kind of the, um, uh, the runaway bride situation where she's been having these, uh, in that movie, she's been having all of these different relationships and she kind of just conforms to whatever yeah. that relationship needs. And yeah. so finally at the, in the movie, she's like, you have to decide what your favorite kinds of eggs are. <laughs> and she tries all the different kinds of eggs and she decides, this is it. This is my favorite. Because uh, she's just been kind of agreeing with whatever, whatever eggs her, her, her partner liked. And, yeah. uh, and so, yeah, that, I think that's true. I also, though, we'll like talk about it more. Eggs, people. Figure out what you like. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, have a big... I love an omelet, so that's what I'm going with. <laughs> on, the, on the flip side, we'll talk about this more, but I have major issues with Mr. Barista, though, too. So oh, I don't God. think I don't I think didn't has... like either one of them, okay? Like, <laughs> I, think... I have beef with all three people. Uh, so I think his, his lifestyle is very problematic to me, to me also. So, but anyway, so it starts at the movie with her as a kid, just making, making all of these lists and it's something she continues on as just an looking adult. for Prince Charming, which <laughs> can be a red flag. If you want to talk about more, we can talk about it. <laughs> yes. Um, but, uh, you know, she, she's just a very particular person. She knows what she yep. likes. Uh, and she, uh she she knows she wants to go to the dry cleaners and she has she's everything. very organized yeah and i did think that was kind of funny that everyone in the dry cleaners is like huddled behind the door you know like don't call on me i don't want to help her she's too hard. she's like meg ryan from when harry met sally yeah. i like pie with ice cream but if it can't be cold i don't want the ice cream on this all that that's what she's <laughs> right. like with her dry cleaning yeah, yeah. That's right. And, uh, and so, uh, yeah. And there's also the scene where she, uh, she's been dating this guy and she finds out that he, uh, he's been hiding the fact that he's a smoker and, and, and yeah, just the smell alone, you really couldn't hide it. Uh, but, uh, in that's something like so different than 2010 I and mean, you could not smoke in a cafe now. <laughs> But also, I went to some bars and stuff when I was in college, and I would take my coat in the winter, and then I could never wear said coat again, so <laughs> it stays yeah. with you. No, it does. <laughs> and people that smoke cigarettes, they, they think it, they, because they're just used to it, they're acclimated to it. Yeah. But man, yeah. It, even it now, because I mean, I worked with tons of smokers on my mission, and, yeah. uh, and even now, uh, like if I'm behind somebody at the bank, it's, it can be almost overwhelming. They just yeah. was so yeah. strong. And uh, anyway, so yeah, that, that was a little far-fetched, but the idea is, is that everybody's been holding all of these bad traits back from her yeah. because she will judge them. And mm -hmm. the, the, the one thing I think about her list is that some of the things seem like they actually matter. And then other stuff, it's like, it doesn't, doesn't. really matter. It like for matter. instance, it is actually really important that you are with somebody who values family. If that's something that you value, Absolutely. not necessarily having kids, but like yeah. if, if Mr. Barista has like no relationship with his parents, that's concerning to me. And mm -hmm. especially if I'm somebody who does a lot with my parents and, yeah. and has these, you know, regular activities, regular events, like that, that to me shows 
uh, a, uh, that could be problematic, I feel like. Well, but uh, it so, also could be, but it's also like how people handle that. Is it like, I don't want anything to do with any families or mm-hmm. is it like, you know, my family isn't around, but I can't wait to build my own. Again, yeah. you won't know that until you get to know them and talk to them or you can't just judge that on like a first date. Yeah. Where your parents. Well, Whereas like other, yeah. like that's a character thing. Like, or yeah. it certainly can be. Uh, it would definitely be something I would want to find out more about what's the background there why does he have a relationship with his parents and uh and but like does he know how to cook (laughs) we can work around that (laughs) i was like i don't know how to cook let's not cook together like that's not a character like like it's a character trait but it's not a character uh like being honorable or in having integrity or you know like cooking is not in that they can learn together that's the thing is it's something that can be changed together and it's not changed is it something like you want to do together build together or is it something that's like and and here's the thing about cooking by the way (laughs) all you have to do to be a a quote-unquote good cook learn how to make seven recipes seven recipes okay recipes you got a week you're good like that's that's the foundation you're good I thought there's gonna be like seven specific no. like you need to have seven. a dessert i mean if you, you <laughs> if you learn if you're a meat eater and you learn how to roast a chicken and you learn how to make marinara sauce you will be able to make tons of recipes <laughs> tons and tons and tons and tons of things that you can use roast chicken with and that you can use red sauce with the the list goes on and on and so that's what i would suggest learn how to make but seriously if you have because people think oh i don't know how to cook like just set even five days five <laughs> meals because there's so probably you, you've got a week leftovers yeah that's right you got a week and uh and it's especially good if you pick recipes that like are easy to make variations on for instance if you learn how to make burgers yeah, you can like so make can a Mexi do. burger. You can make an Italian yeah. burger. You can put whatever toppings that you want. Here's a suggestion: if as you're uh, isolated over the next couple of weeks, yes. what you can do is figure out what your seven recipes are. Yes, let us know your seven recipes. <laughs> but people make it way too complicated that they got to know how to make all this stuff. Really don't. Yeah, yeah. I'll see if I can't work on my seven recipes yes. to share. <laughs> <laughs> but. But anyway, like just some of these things on these lists, like it's absolutely essential that you're with somebody who's honest. That's an important yeah. thing on the list. But then other stuff, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, like the thing was like no dreadlocks. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, like eating, red might... meat, eating red meat is not a character trait. Like it's not yeah. a, not a value trait. It's well, a... for some people, it, it might be connected to like animal rights or something maybe, like maybe. that. But I mean, but again, it's, it's, you have to dig deeper than like, than I... just what people put on a profile online yeah. or what people say in the first conversation. If you click and you seem to have a good time, it's always like learn more. And then if you learn something that is not going to work for you, then, you know, move on, but also be ready because there might be something about you that might might not be the seal yeah. of de- of the deal like you yeah. know what i mean so, so that's the hard up. part of dating <laughs> yeah i know so she breaks up with this guy and yep, uh, and she says i'm tired of leaving everything up to chance 
I'm going to try to take some control. And I, I, I really do respond to that because it is frustrating about dating because yeah. you, you want to be able to set some kind of calendar, some kind of, some way to kind of control it. But it, it's yeah. just, you're dealing with another human being's agency. So you yeah. can't control it. Like, we uh, can that, only control ourselves and our reactions to that's, things. Right? That's exactly right. And so yeah. I can't say, okay, next June, I got it on the calendar. I'm going to get married. That's going to happen. Yeah. You just can't because another human being is involved in the situation. Yeah. And so, um, uh, so that's what's that's what's so frustrating about dating yeah for sure and and so anyway but she decides that she is going to make this non-negotiable list of traits uh that that she's uh she's going to go on these dates and if they are not if they don't fit these categories then that is it they're off out of the running out of the running including he must cry it so i have the whole list here (laughs) he had to cry at movies yeah I was so. like, I wrote down, <laughs> no, they don't. People no. respond, uh, respond and use no. and express their emotions yeah. differently. I'm yeah, like, that, if you yeah. want to cry at movies, that's fine. Are you trying to say you like someone's a little bit more sensitive or yeah. connected to emotion? That doesn't mean they, they have to cry though. There's yeah. other ways to express emotion. Like but- I can understand saying he has to be sympathetic of me crying yeah, at absolutely. the movies and not be a jerk yeah. about it. She's not concerned about what her qualities are. And that's why yeah, that's true. his problem with Sarah. So her list is uh, must love family, uh, must okay. have a good job, must love animals, have yes. no bling, uh, no, <laughs> not, eat re- <laughs> not eat red meat, no piercings, no dreadlocks, no slogan t-shirts. I'd be out of the running already. Uh, I'm wearing one now. Yeah. Women supporting women. I'm out. Yeah, we're out. Uh, and I'm wearing Hallmarkies podcast t-shirt. Uh, so I'm out. Uh, honest, kind, athletic, must be able to cook, must cry at movies, must be a safe driver, no smoking, one drink limit per night. Okay. Uh, and must have nice feet. So that would be another okay. Another out for me. <laughs> nice. Some of those things are important. Kindness, honesty. Yeah. Some of these other things in the long run do not matter. Or right. they're not going to have some huge bearing on the relationship. And essentially what she might be doing with a list like this is eliminating people that she could have had a really great relationship with. And so she's mm-hmm. boxing herself in her. So what are the odds? And I think this is where we're going next. Yeah. What are the odds that she would meet Eric? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, not high. <laughs> not high. Uh, and uh, so anyway, so there we go. And uh, she uh, is assistant children's book editor. So she, like like we said, she has this list of everything that she wants at the dry cleaner, everything she wants in, in her life. And she has a particular drink that she always gets when she goes to get coffee. She gets a large non-fat half-calf latte with extra shot of calf. Okay, um, Megan. <laughs> I am not a, I don't drink coffee. I drink tea. Um, and <laughs> so I have no idea I mean, so I guess this is, I mean, isn't a latte, isn't that like a kind of a creamier drink? Yeah, so, I believe so. So you have a, a creamier drink with <laughs> with the half, uh, non-fat <laughs> half-calf. So it's basically <laughs> just a, a non-fat creamy drink 
with uh <laughs> with with a full shot of a shot and a half of caffeine. we might need we might need a coffee drinker to <laughs> oh, translate yes. for us because <laughs> it's a half calf and, and then an extra shot so it's a <laughs> one and a half calf i guess drink it and, sounds like something super fancy and yes. the guy that works at the coffee shop hmm. Well, for a while, he knows his thing, and then he gets, he goes away. David Sutcliffe is the new manager. He thinks he knows what, he's the coffee psychic. He knows Ugh. what everybody wants. He plays his harmonica, and <laughs> he says, you drink what I recommend. Nope, I'm and out. <laughs> here's the thing about, like, I do like the idea of him encouraging her to take more risk. That oh, is absolutely. Good, that's a good thing but he crosses the line way too many times of speaking for her and making her choices for her and mm -hmm. she has every right to have her laundry and her and her coffee the way that she wants it she yeah. is an adult she doesn't <laughs> you know she like you can encourage you can even strongly encourage but he was definitely too many times i felt like removing her agency from her and mm -hmm. that is that might be charming as uh, as you're dating because like oh spontaneous guy whatever uh but that does not work in a relationship i don't think at all like, well to begin with he's uh, new in this coffee shop yeah and so like it completely changes its style from one day to the next and like i thought the same thing i think it's kind of rude and there are some you know, places where that's their shtick, like they're mean to their customers or yeah. like if you don't know how to pronounce things at this restaurant that I used to go to in State College, Pennsylvania, they make fun of you. So I would always like practice and like, spatzel, <laughs> I'm getting, because it's a Hungarian, I'm yeah. like, spatzel, you know, like I'm just practicing it over and over again. So if you know you're going into it, it's different. But I, I feel like if that was going to really work for his business, it should be something like, let people get what they want or do they want to take his surprise drink, right? Which he's really good at making drinks, right? But the thing about it is I agree with you. I didn't like either guy. So what we have here is you have him behind, Fred behind the counter is the barista who takes away any choice that she has. Then she meets Eric at the coffee shop. And later I think he talks for her too. And, and mm -hmm. what she ends up is she has two men who are making all her decisions for her. But yeah. at the beginning of the movie, they're playing all this music like about her being an independent woman, but it wasn't Destiny's Child. It was another independent woman theme song. And it was just like, yeah. And then it was like, these guys come in and are just telling her everything. And I was like, Bleh. at least I feel like Eric is more willing to sort of try, try things. Like, like he, he was out there dancing. He was like trying to, I felt like, he was more willing to sort of try to make her happy and to yeah. do things that he thought she would like yeah. than, uh, than um, Fred uh, is ever able to, that's his name, right? Fred? Yep. Mm -hmm. Anyway, David Sutcliffe, that, that he was ever able to kind of see things from her point of view or, yeah. or try to, I felt like I, definitely if, if it was me, I would definitely pick Eric over mr barista <laughs> I, I in the it. beginning stages absolutely because the barista fred is rude <laughs> yeah and why does he seem to think that he knows anything about people 
And it's like, why don't you create some cool drinks and people can try them? Why do you have to force it upon someone? Yeah. And um, Jesus. It, it, if it's like, what if they have allergies? What if they have, like, there's so many reasons why someone would want the drink that they want, right? Yeah. And it's like, I go in there for a tea and it's like, no, you want a coffee. No, I do not. <laughs> I don't yeah. want the beans. <laughs> and and it, like, it would be fine maybe like once or maybe twice. You just sort of every like, single a, time. But, but yeah. he, I don't know, he just takes it too far. Yeah. And, uh, and she deserves to have life the way that she wants it. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, I don't know. So that's where, and, and like, you cannot have a relationship where one person is making all choices for another person. Well, like, that but is that not going to work. They were, they were strangers though too. So I think, you know, she was looking for someone and he obviously was not going to mark off any of the things on her list. Yeah. And so that's when she runs into Eric in that same coffee shop and they end up talking for three hours and they click really well, but he still seems rude. And so you think that she's going to find this perfect guy who checks all the boxes, but that ends up being a problem too. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They are the good folks over at Care Of, and they have been such great sponsors for our podcast. Uh, they provide vitamins uh, for you that you can get online. And one of the great things that you can do with Care Of is you can go on and take their quiz where mm -hmm. you can go through and try to figure out kind of where your needs are and what your health needs are and uh, what kind of vitamins would be the best for you. Because we don't want to just be uh, just be taking things that we don't need. Uh, and so it helps you with your health goals. And, uh, you know, we're all trying right now, especially to be as healthy as possible. And oh, absolutely. Oh, this is a really, a really good thing. And they also have, uh, protein powders that are made with real ingredients that you can recognize like organic cocoa and pink Him Himalayan sea salt. And, uh, you, you have a chance to take the quiz, I think, right? I did. And yeah. what I liked about it is that it didn't take very long. Right. And so it was probably one of those things that I did while I was watching one of my, doing one of my TV binges. <laughs> and, and because I sit a lot, I do need to think about my health. And so that was a nice way to figure out what would work best for how I live my life and what yeah. goals I have for myself. But it was also really easy to do and get it ordered and sent directly to me. Right. And the vitamin aisle can be just overwhelming. There's so many different kinds. They all look the same. You don't know what you need. And mm -hmm. so that's why the quiz can be so helpful. And they put it in these little packets. So it's really, it's, there's a great attention to detail. Uh, mm -hmm. It makes it easy to put in your pursuit case, put in uh, your Hira purse and be ready to go and be your healthiest self. So for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com, enter code hallmarkies 50 that's 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com, enter code hallmarkies50. 50%. Yeah. Wow. Eric ends up meeting the family and they all love him. Think he's a great guy. He ends up saving the day. Uh, her father gets on fire and he, he makes the uh, pasta uh, on the fly and saves the day. Everybody's favorite. He even has a great dog. Uh, so <laughs> it's going to go a long way. And, uh, but then you get a little bit of Fred being the good guy because he, uh, remembers her birthday and throws this little party in the coffee shop for her. I thought that was strange. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I was like, why are you putting up balloons and singing happy birthday and bringing me down here? I don't know you. <laughs> well, and it made me laugh 
that when he he was like we wish you a happy birthday i'm like oh good on hallmark they don't want to pay for happy birthday because <laughs> it's just recently become uh become a public domain for, really? for a long time yeah for a long time if you had happy birthday in any movie you had to you would see it in the song list and you had to pay <laughs> royalties to use happy birthday <laughs> so that Dude, made me laugh happy birthday and how much money have they made in their lifetime yeah, and their bank yeah and their yeah. ancestors are set <laughs> yeah sure um so yeah and uh and so then she goes out dancing with fred mm -hmm. and she has the zombie drink <laughs> and uh <laughs> And he says that he tries to indulge in one simple pleasure every day. And, uh, and that's when we find out also that he, he, he eats burgers. He doesn't have a relationship with his hippie parents. <laughs> uh, he, uh, but he's fresh and exciting. And so that's sort of the appeal. And, uh, and uh, you know, at one point she does say to him, when is risk taking a good thing and when should we be allowed to have uh what we want in in life and i i think that's it's it's true but he yeah. thinks it's a great thing and uh and so then she tells him about her illustrating mm -hmm. and he encourages her and is kind of kind of rude about her drawings that mm -hmm. they i mean they didn't look that boring to me <laughs> What do they I know about right, art? I wrote it down. <laughs> she's safe like her drawings and yeah. she's unwilling to take risks. <laughs> unwilling to take risks. And, uh, and so then uh, she is kind of inspired and there's a woman who comes in uh, with dreadlocks and she takes the chance on her and hires her. Aww. And so she's starting to kind of change, be less judgmental. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, she has more than one of these zombie drinks. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's, and they go karaoke. -ing. She's breaking did, her own rules. <laughs> I did die laughing when the, the big karaoke song that they're singing is when the saints go marching in. <laughs> what karaoke bar is this? <laughs> like what? One in which Hallmark has to pay for, Rachel. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, man, they must have had way too many zombie drinks if that's the song they're picking. I know. They're, that's really tearing up a bar. <laughs> I, mean, I don't drink alcohol, but I, I doubt that's a, a big player on the karaoke scene. <laughs> it made me laugh. Um, we find out that Fred has a tattoo, uh, and uh, he kind of forces her to eat red meat or pressures yeah, her. And, uh, and, uh, he uh she does uh, going home she falls asleep on his shoulder mm -hmm. and so she's pretty getting pretty excited and then eric is off in the jungle uh and she's watching the his doctor dog who was called out to ecuador <laughs> yeah exactly and uh she finds out about this barista competition which is a real thing i looked it up yeah There's no i've heard of it That's yeah amazing. and she gives the art her art to her boss and uh and then through the course of the movie there's there's the sumatra sling there's and then there's like four or five other drinks that he makes for her through mm -hmm. the course of the film and uh and so uh she then eric gets home she takes eric to the club and i this is where i thought 
Well, first of all, I had to laugh that it, did you like how they went into that like split screen? At the yeah, dance I was like, like, the dance off was magnificent. And you see there's like, there's like 10 or 11 different little boxes, you know, you've seen yeah. them dance. I'm like, what is this, John Travolta? <laughs> yeah, they were really yeah. feeling, they were really feeling yeah. the staying alive. <laughs> <laughs> That 2010 Hallmark, they were they really went for it with that uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the production, uh, visual visual design, visual effects. I know it made me laugh, but um, I did appreciate that. Eric, like I said, that Eric, what he tried. Mm -hmm. I think that that he would be a way if we're, if we're saying who would be the most successful partner of the mm -hmm. two. I think that Eric would be the much more successful partner because he seemed way more open to kind of, to, to being a partner. The only yeah. time when he doesn't is what we're going to talk about with the wedding, where yeah. all of a sudden he becomes this crazy person. And, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because he was like, he went out there, like, he can't dance, but then it wasn't like she was, like, cute and pressed. I felt like she was judgy of him when he yeah, was, yeah, I think so too. Like, I was like, come on, he's trying, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, he's trying to have some fun. And, and so, really, I, I felt like one of the things that she obviously needed to work on was being judgmental because she's yeah. just so concerned about everything fitting in a, in a certain way and being perfect that it's no way that anything would ever succeed. Yeah, and well, so Eric proposes and she doesn't say yes. And so that should have been right a big hit, a big hint, a big hint. Uh, and, you know, Fred finds out and, you know, he's kind of judgmental and, uh, you know, she says basically like, it's a big deal. Uh, <laughs> it's a big decision to get married. And so, you know, there's sort of this, this back and forth and, uh, um, and that's when Fred finds her list. And so she he drops her purse on the floor yeah. and it falls out, which is the number one rule of not printing off the list and putting <laughs> it in places that you take in public. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, luckily now you could just have it on your Google spreadsheet. So you'd be <laughs> on your phone. So I'd be set. It's in the cloud. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, he says, what kind of person makes a list? And she says, someone who's tired of dating the wrong men. Uh, Can I talk about how irritated I was that he went to her house to get mad at her? Yeah. I thought it was a little aggressive. It was aggressive, for sure. It was like, yeah, I didn't like, I didn't care for it at all. Yeah. Especially, had they, I, had they been to her house? No. I can't remember. No, I don't think so. I feel like so. they hadn't. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty aggressive as a character in general. Like, he, oh, yeah. he sort of painted as this free spirit, but like I said, in kind of an aggressive way, like he, he makes... Like a true it's free still spirit. His way. A, a true free spirit is like, uh, dude, do what you want. Let's <laughs> chill. You know, that's like a true. Like a <laughs> yeah, he. It was kind of like it was. He was right. Yeah. Although, like, if I found that list, I'd be mad too. But at the same time, is there a reason at that point for him to be mad at her about it? Because he's obviously knows that she's been seeing Eric, but yeah. they're are friendly which i was also like well when you're dating are you also looking for friendships or are you looking for relationships at work and so i thought some of the lines were blurred there yeah. i was like 
typically if you're looking for a partner you're not creating friendships so it could have been something that was a mixed message yeah Um, and in that he liked her and she liked him too and he got mad about it because the thing about it is he's mad about it specifically because he doesn't match anything on that list right and in a way it's like it is super judgmental of her to make that list but i wouldn't say i don't think it's actually like making the list i don't think is judgmental because she but i think that that her i think the problem with the list is that she has the one out and you're out thing yeah out oh, of yeah. the running it's like, like she's but she's using it to judge people and she yeah. used to judge him because she's like so you want to be a barista for the rest of your life what do your parents think about that right that's what i'm talking about yeah, yeah the list again is reflection but rule number one don't print it out and put it in your purse no. and and eric she tells eric about the list and he's just like oh that's cute that's that's <laughs> cute that you did that okay Um, they're perfect (laughs) and so then she she finds out from her boss that her sketches are too simple and uh and so then i she uh she says that i oh then um sorry and then fred says you made the list to keep the right guys away to make it impossible for anyone to measure up Yep. and obviously that is true because her list is so so yeah. long um and and she says well eric measures up you're jumping in to marry him i see you don't jump into marriage it's a big decision he says you are just like your drawings all safe and and tidy and totally unwilling to take even the slightest risk right and on <laughs> so yes i mean that i think it's a little mean but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> with her drawings like Literary matters too yeah you <laughs> don't have to bring her drag her and her drawings yeah like, it's a little mean but uh but yeah i mean it is important to take risks but it's also important to take calculated risks yeah <laughs> like I, I mean for instance i could i don't know go drive off a cliff that's a risk but it's not a it's a, not no, a calculated risk like that's no, a stupid that's, choice that's i think that's different than a risk because there's no possibility of good yeah. news there <laughs> right yeah but i could like uh i don't know try to try to join a hiking group or something or yeah. or meet new people or or well, something like, like would be start like a podcast my, that's a risk quitting my job and starting a new one yeah starting there you go in different field that's, that's a good one that's a huge yeah. risk that's a huge risk <laughs> let's not drive off any cliffs but like it is a <laughs> literally a, yeah it's a calculated risk because like i feel like most people when they do something like that they have like some kind of plan or some kind of you know fall back or they're not just kind of some uh, people do uh, they just yeah. walk out yeah and i like the my big everybody who listens to the podcast know one of the big moments of my life was when I quit my job when I was 27 it was miserable and I I finally had the guts to quit my job and I didn't have any um anything to go back to fall see that's a risk yeah I didn't have anything to fall back on but I was just so sure like I knew that that's what God wanted me to do like yeah for sure and and so like i had that kind of confidence but i also had like i i was going to school i had 
I, I had family support. I had things. So I wasn't, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like calculated risks, take calculated risks, uh, go out of your comfort zone. I think that's really important. I've had so many great experiences in my life from being willing to go out of my comfort zone. In fact, I was just talking with a friend of mine who uh, I was like, who's has a, I was just talking with a friend of mine who has a podcast and she's very hesitant to like ask for interviews or invite guests. And she's like, I don't know how you, how you do that. I'm like, people love it. People love coming on. People love being asked. And, and if they don't, okay, no problem. Thanks for considering it. Appreciate it. No problem. But for her, it was really that, that would be a risk. And anyway, and so I think, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a spontaneous person. I'm not. I mean, I'm not, I'm not either. I think what, what we see in this movie though, is that she is so rigid in her ways of, of how she lives her life and how she then makes this list and then how she uses it to, to To measure people people up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other side, like Fred is the other extreme, right? Like maybe taking too many risks and and that sort of thing. And in some way you see them together, they might complement each other. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing. And uh, so she ends up saying uh, they make a Eric versus Fred list. <laughs> that always goes yeah. over well too. Yeah. Leave that and, up on the try a race board and invite them over so they can see <laughs> it too. And she says, so she says yes to Eric, and mm-hmm. she cha- changes her closet into a mar- getting married closet, uh, <laughs> and and uh, then uh, Fred enters the competition, the barista and- competition, <laughs> and she comes in and he gives her the half calf drink like super rude yeah Yeah. she's back to her original uncool self as he sees it it's the old drink for the old you and she says yep you're just bitter (laughs) bitter like your coffee that's right (laughs) and so he so eric wants to move up the wedding which is always a death nail in these hallmark movies you never move up the wedding uh and so uh, then uh, she they're planning the wedding and they they're meeting with the they start out small and it gets bigger and bigger and all these different things and they meet with the wedding planner and she basically has a full-blown panic attack yeah in, and i thought it was interesting that they didn't call it that they were like it's because of stress i want to be like doctor she had a panic attack yeah. Why right. don't you say that? They're like careful not to use those words or something. It was strange. It must have been a I was like, she thing. had a straight up panic attack and her soon to be husband should know that because he's a doctor. Right. <laughs> must have been a, maybe it was a 2010 thing. That, like, yeah. Not naming it. it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. But um, just being stress related. <laughs> yeah. And they, they don't treat it. That's where Eric's his sort of fatal flaw is he does not treat that with the, uh, with the importance that that situation obviously warranted yes you know it was just very like brushed off and so that was his fatal flaw and so she starts to draw a picture of uh, the dog uh and she's putting more flair into it i guess yeah and, <laughs> and uh then uh she tells fred that she had the panic attack and mm-hmm. she says you make people happy and it makes you happy and 10k you should do it and so he does it and uh and she shows the boss the new sketches 
and uh and so they go to this wedding as sort of a a sample of what their wedding could be like and that's pretty to get ideas yeah i think that's pretty common in weddings actually and i love that show four weddings is that what it is where yeah. it's like where people they all go to each other's weddings i but. I, I i like i kind of like it but i also feel bad that they like that anyone would feel like their wedding lost <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yes yeah. I, I get it i used to watch it on friday nights when i lived in new york <laughs> it was a tradition and i was always like "Ooh, you could do that at your wedding well like what, what was the food look like here what's going on what do you got no that's not gonna that's not gonna work <laughs> for me yeah. those appetizers no way right <laughs> well the thing you learned from four weddings is always have mashed potatoes at your wedding uh, that's yum. what i learned and steak don't have steak Nobody have, likes steak. Like everybody has a mashed potato bar where you yeah. can put stuff on it, bacon and cheese and everybody chives. likes their steak different. It's just too hard. Yeah. yeah. No, no steak, mashed potato bar. Can I tell you <laughs> just win. as one one quick aside, my friend Amanda and Mark, their wedding, they had a macaroni and cheese bar as oh. the appetizer going in. And then I got in there and I had a whole meal come and I was like, I ate like four things, a macaroni and cheese while y'all did photos. <laughs> and then I'm supposed to eat this chicken and mashed potatoes and veggies. And then there's cake. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing about Utah weddings. Yeah. Because people have big families here in Utah. A lot of people. And mm -hmm. so they are can be very very skimpy with the wedding stuff and yeah. uh, which is fine if you have a small wedding no problem with that but <laughs> um but yeah you rarely get like a a full meal at, yeah. a, at a wedding in utah and um and uh so when we uh we went a lot of times it's just cake uh, yeah at, at, at utah wedding which uh and and so my cousin uh, my cousin Danielle, her wedding, she had the most amazing wedding. She had a whole pie station and nice. then a whole slider station. Yes. So delicious. And <laughs> everyone step up their food wedding game yeah. and then invite me and Rachel yes. so that we can taste test. And I apologize. That was Tara and Jason's wedding. It was in Vegas. Should have known the macaroni and cheese bar was going to be in Vegas. <laughs> oh my gosh i want so many invites now or pictures of food yeah, from weddings please, i want please. it all yum maybe I, I can pick up seven of my recipes from your <laughs> wedding food yes <laughs> that's right my <laughs> my friend uh i've only ever been into two sort of fancy weddings yeah. uh, i was in my sister's wedding and we did a yummy food uh yeah. at my sister's wedding we made it most like 90 percent. we made it oh, and nice. it was delicious and and then my, my best friend from high school, she got married. This was way back in like 2000. Still together. Amazing. High school Yay. sweethearts. I Congrats. know. <laughs> and anyway, I went to her, I was a bridesmaid at her wedding and she had Indian food at her wedding. Yum. It was the biggest hit. Oh my God. Like, I, oh. I want some naan bread. I want yeah. some potato dishes. I want, there's so many and, things I want right now. And <laughs> I mean, in 2000 i had never had any food oh it's food so like good. that it was Ugh. so good so okay. that was a big 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 hit i still remember it to this day uh, but uh, anyway now um, i'm hungry <laughs> i know so at this sample wedding 
that they go to. <laughs> I forget what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. And they are, there was unexpected love. They say their vows and they, I think they expected you to go a long way in the fact that the, the bride was taller than the groom. Hey, my mom's taller <laughs> than my dad. Yeah. But it I felt like I never expected to fall in love with you. And I, I just felt like the, the big thing was like, oh, she's taller. Therefore, that's yeah. why she's so small. Yeah, it could have been a little bit more like, you know, <laughs> subtle. Right. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. I do think that it's like typically people, you know, people might say, I'll only marry someone who's at least six feet tall or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's like, when you put all that sort of stuff on the side and focus on what's important, you might find the person that you complete each other, you know, it ends up being a good partnership. Yeah. 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 And cause you don't want to marry yourself. You want to marry somebody who. That's who... the problem with Eric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so she goes and breaks up with Eric. Yeah. Bye. A, I thought a nice scene you know, between the two of them. And she, he does say the one thing that was never on your list was love. She got him or he got her. Yeah. She said it. It's like, yeah, it's right. There's nothing, anything on there about being in love with someone. And that might be maybe the number one thing we need to put on our list. I think so. I think so. And so then she goes to the barista competition and he, she see, he sees her and she, he makes all of the drinks that he had made for her in these special competition. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we also got more of our fancy split screen. <laughs> in the Love competition. the split screen. Yeah. Uh, it's the like budget. in Star Wars when you have like the white yeah. animations. That's right. uh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so he says that he uh he knew he didn't have a chance with her with this girl but he could get her the right cup of coffee and and then he uh she says well the truth is what he says what about mr perfect and she says well what i wanted was mr imperfect and the uh the new list is must love the guy more than anything in the world so, and if there's only one item on it is it actually a list <laughs> no i don't think so <laughs> yeah <laughs> See, mine, is a list. mine is sense of humor but i guess i actually i should have two items love and sense of humor as a preference yeah i mean i actually have quite a few things on my <laughs> list i mean i definitely have a religion i really would yeah, rather absolutely. marry somebody of my religion absolutely i, I really don't want to live in a small town yep. i really uh i uh, I really want somebody who's supportive of my podcasting. Oh, absolutely. Um, oh my goodness. I, Get on board. <laughs> I have two cats, a dog, three podcasts. Let's go. The train is leaving the station. And Get on board. Uh, everything else. I, those are the, those are the big things I feel like yeah. everything else I could probably, you know, and, work around. Obviously. And somebody who's not, who's going to treat me well, is it going to like, you know, beat up on me and stuff of course and that's the thing saying. it's the idea of the feeling that you have with the person and not necessarily not that all these things are tangible like honesty or those sorts of things but then it but we don't think about it's it's how we feel about ourselves and about the relationship when we're with the person that makes the most difference and and that i think there are some things that are deal breakers for people like i think faith is 
uh, is one of the main ones. I think yeah. whether or not people want to have children is another main one. For some people, it might be politics, uh, especially mm-hmm. in 2020. Right. Uh, like those things might really make a difference, right? right. And but it, it is about the feeling that you have. And I think what's interesting was that somehow Sarah in this movie uses the list as a way to close herself off. And that's what Fred brings up in saying that you've created this list and it's impossible for you to find a relationship. So in some way she was, although wanted a relationship so badly, seemed unwilling to make a commitment and finding a way to sort of sabotage herself. Yeah. Right. And so like, that's the thing. I think what you can learn from it is, yeah, let's reflect on it, know who we are, what we, how we feel in a relationship that love should, if you're making a list, love should be on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that someone who might not be exactly the same as us still might be someone who could be that person who treats us the best or, uh, we have that loving relationship with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that it's important to point out a couple things. Mm-hmm. Two things I've already mentioned on the podcast before, I believe. Number one, there's a tree theory, and the tree theory is you want to have similar trunks with your partner, the things that are rooted into the ground that are most important, like faith, for example. And then the branches, which are not as strong as the trunk of a tree, things that can break off, leaves can grow, fall off, that sort of thing. Those are the things that you like to do. Watch, you know, I mentioned baseball before, or um, you love musicals when your partner doesn't, that doesn't matter, right? Right. The branches, that stuff doesn't matter. It's the things that are most critical to people. And I know I've mentioned Mm -hmm. that before, so I just want to bring it back up. The second one is, I think on the last episode, I talked about love styles and how people love in different ways. And one of them is called pragmatic, which is like the practical way of love. And that is when people make lists. So she might just be very practical about going, it's almost like a business deal. And I think when you approach things like a business deal, then you lose the love. But I understand that there are a lot of reasons why people want to be or should be practical in finding a partner. So right. the, yeah, the true happy ending to this movie would be her uh, getting the book deal with her boss, moving to New York, and becoming <laughs> becoming becoming super successful. And uh, bye, then, everybody, I'm out. I'm yeah, super and then successful. falling in love with uh, <laughs> with somebody completely different, who's neither who's, one of these jokers, yeah, neither, neither <laughs> one of these schmucks, and uh, and and then having a great happy life. Yeah, that's that's our our alternate ending. (laughs) I swear they should really take us on. We got ideas for (laughs) for they should Hallmark, you should be listening to this. We can help you. I think so. And we have maybe a little bit of extra time over the next one. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) If you want us to help with anything. Yeah. (laughs) Best forever's pod at gmail.com. What's Hallmark? You say it, Rachel. (laughs) Hallmark's podcast. gmail.com we're we're ready to go we're ready to go so yeah i I would probably in the end uh give this movie i'll probably give it three out of five i would agree with that um i enjoyed it but i also it's one of those things where like you know when you like some stuff but then you're also sort of like screaming at the television like 
what are you doing? It's one of those. So if you have some pent up energy or anger that you need yeah. to release, but also have some enjoyment in your life, this is the perfect movie for you. Yeah, I think so. I think so. All right. Well, very good. Well, let us know if you guys have seen this movie, let us know what you think and uh, what you think of the different things that we've talked about. We'd love your thoughts. Are you a list maker? We want to hear your thoughts about that. It'd be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, let us know how you're doing with all of this. Uh, let us know with- about your seven recipes. Yes. Your seven we want to see pictures of wedding food. <laughs> yes. Or we want to be invited to weddings so we yeah. can taste said wedding food. Thank you. <laughs> so it'll be great. Let us know. And uh, Elisa, where can people find you? Yes, I am all over the internet at bestriverspod at gmail.com is the the email. Um, But you can also find me on bestriverspod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And bestriverspod can be found on all your favorite podcatchers and via my webpage, alisalucas.com. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So make sure to check that out. And make sure you're following the podcast, The Homework is Pod, and The Homework is Podcast, all over social media and on iTunes and YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really, really appreciate it. And if you're listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group. And we, we are so, so grateful for anybody who is is willing to sponsor us as patron thank you so much all that information in the description section we also have our merch store with all kinds of fun stuff so check that all out and uh, thanks again elisa this is really fun this was very i feel i feel less stress i do i really did so hope you all do too listen to me yeah i feel like also that you can go to that merch store and get one of those slogan shirts that that lady didn't want on her yeah that's right And that maybe someone out there is like, I want to partner with a Marquis podcast slogan shirt and they'll check the box off. So you want to get up in there. Yes. Very, very good. Very good. All right. Always be well, everyone. Be well. Yes. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye.